0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Heavy Matters Podcast with me Joey, him Benny and tonight we're joined by Glasgow's finest, well it's Ross from God Eater. Hello, if I'm here. Makes... <laughs> <laughs> Ross from God Eater, been trying to set this interview up for so long. I've been going through his Twitch to try and get it set up. I've been going through uh, Jonathan, his PR I think, his publicist. And in the wow. end, I just went. I slid into his DMs and went. Right, we're doing this, and here we are. So finally, we sat down. Ross, first of all, thanks for joining us.
1: Norris, no um, thanks for having me. It's cool to be here. It's been a while since I've had to do like an interview and podcast type thing, so it's nice to get back.
0: Oh, lovely! Back on the back on the saddle.
1: Yeah, back on the back on the PR wagon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the reason, as you know, I'll, I'll leave the new album until later. First of all i was googling god Eater the other day for i think i was trying to get into your merch because we've had this discussion numerous times is god eater the name from a computer game
1: i actually don't even know where it's from anymore <laughs> 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 um i think i think this is uh, we've been asked about it before because obviously when you search god eater the first thing that comes up is the game yeah i have no idea if it was from the game i don't know if it was like a- cool words or a cool expression i don't know i feel like there was a big list of names and everybody in the band at the time kind of looked at it and went yeah that'll do um in hindsight personally i'm not actually a huge fan of it um (laughs) i would have maybe opted to change it at one point but now it's it's like five years deep and uh, it's a name it's it's not the most offensive name in the world, so I think. we'll... and it looks pretty hard on a T-shirt, so I think we'll just stick with it at this point.
0: Or on a TV screen. Or, or on or a, a TV
1: thing. screen, yeah, yeah. Behind, like behind you, or or just on a sticker, um, or just anywhere. Like it looks pretty. De- it looks pretty hard. <laughs> or you say tattoo. There's a friend of ours from Glasgow, um, who is just a huge fan of the band and he actually has um the little kind of insignia triangle like on his hand it's like full on the front of his hand wow. it's, it's mental really
2: like uh mate I, I hate to break it to you but we're actually changing uh, the name <laughs> of the band <laughs> even stuff
1: like that starts happening or like people get like a bit more invested i was a bit more like Oh, just leave it like leave it the way it is it's <laughs> fine like I'll work with it as long as I can get a bit more say over like album titles or track titles like we're fine here is, is he a mate of the
0: band or a
1: fan did you say uh he he i guess started out as like a kind of fan come friend and now i guess he's more he's like a, a halfway house between the two um wow. he's a very a very lovely guy um and uh, we actually did a show. January 2020, we played "All Flesh Is Grass," our first album in full, and um, there's a little sort of spoken word thing in the middle. And um, he has a he has like the most lovely speaking voice. And then um, we actually had him on stage to like recite oh, that as nice. part of the show, um, which was really sick. Um, he's not on the album, but like it was really cool to have him involved, like as a fan um, and like a kind of friend, and make that a real experience um, for him and for us. So
0: that was cool. Surely he gets into Eat gigs free for life. Now he's got a tattoo. <laughs> Literally, he's guest listed for life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: he he still buys his merch, um, but he's oh, guest Sam. listed for life.
0: <laughs> Do you just see like a hand flailing in the crowd? Some point, or just uh, not
1: even not even a hand. I see him at the front jumping up and down. Um, there's some really fantastic pictures of him like in midair. <laughs> oh
2: you've got you've got a name checking now after giving him yeah yes
1: yeah, so it's uh he's a friend called chris moriarty um he loves oh, beer good, and he loves metal name. Great. Uh, name and yeah, as well, yeah a very good, good Sherlock name
2: Holmes name.
1: For, uh, Sc- i presume he's a scottish guy is he as well uh he i would say in my mind he is scottish but i actually don't think he's originally from scotland i think he's originally from ireland
2: Oh. The, the clue he's, was he said like, he had a good speaking voice. So, uh, he, I on, he well, I
1: think that I think that's part of why he, his accent is such the way it is because he's from Ireland. He's lived in Scotland. He's lived. I think he's lived in America at one point. So he has a real kind of mishmash of accents, and his his way of speaking I think is catered to speaking in different places. So I think from that he has a really like lovely speaking voice, and yeah, it sounds great. <laughs>
0: So who did the speaking the spoken word on the album?
1: Uh it was Josh. Um, Josh at the time. Um, and he's done it on the new album as well. Just when we're recording vocals, like we'll record I mean, the vocal tracks on the album, like both of them, um, are huge jobs, like huge production jobs now. And there's so much like when we're recording, we tend to like double track everything. This is a bit geeky, but like we tend to like double track each vocal part. And then there's, like, layers and sort of inflections under that. And then there's, like, singing and spoken word and just noises. And, like, it stacks up. <laughs> when I sent the new album off to be mixed, um, I sent the vocals off, like, way later just because of some stuff that had happened. And um, the studio got back and he was like, are you joking? Are you, have you sent me this many, like, fucking tracks? Like, what are you... Obviously not aggressively like that, but clearly being like, what the fuck are you playing at? So I had to go in and, like, condense them all down and it's actually t- it was actually really nice because like all my recording kind of engineering stuff is like 99 percent self-taught i've taught myself just from a basic intro at college and then just forum dwelling <laughs> and um he the, the fredman the studio fredman had kind of been like well actually i do it like this and i was like oh my god i'm s- that's so fucking stupid why didn't i do this in the first place um, so that was really cool as well. Like I, I guess I learned a little thing about exporting tracks and producing them, and from a, an actual professional, and not me in my bedroom mucking around. So it
0: was the first album done by you, or oh, sorry, let's take a step back. Like you you formed in what around two thousand sixteen? Yeah, twenty
1: sixteen. Um, I think I think we had a track out like a kind of demo late twenty sixteen, an EP in twenty seventeen, and we've actually done like a release every year since then. Yeah. Um. So yeah, 2016, but I, in my mind, the band really kind of took shape as what it is now and probably about 2018. Um, okay. I think we kind of solidified a little bit and that's really where the sound that you hear now really kind of cemented itself kind of moving forward.
0: So did you do all of the, uh, I say, engineering production on your earlier stuff? Was that all you do most of that? The demo uh,
1: so the first song we ever put out, uh, I mixed it as well. Uh, wow. I don't recommend anybody ever goes and finds it or hears it. it. It is available online. You can hear it if you look for it. Um, I do so not I recommend doing it. It's not on Spotify. Ah, oh. <laughs> that's, that's Well, the you have hat. to send it to us after then. You have to. <laughs> um. So yeah, I recorded and I mixed that, and then kind of from there, I was like, well, we had a drummer at the time who who I would say was quite handy with like a microphone. Like, um, kind of knew how to make up his kit and stuff, and I was like, "Well, why don't we record it all, and send it off to be mixed?" So the first EP we put out in 2017 was Outer Stellar, and I did all the like engineering, uh, the editing, the reamping of the guitars, the drum sam, like the drum sampling on the kick drum, uh, and we sent it to Chris Fielding, um, who's in Conan. Uh oh, yeah. he mixed the first DP. Uh, I can't remember what his studio's name is now. He's changed it. I think it used to be if it's not Skyhammer Studios now, it used to be called Skyhammer. And he worked out of a place called Fole in like Wales. Um yeah. I believe he worked on the new Urn record um and recorded a lot of that. Um so he's done a lot of sick stuff over the years. So that was really cool. And then yeah, going on from there, like I've just kept engineering producing and we've always sent it away to be mixed by somebody else because, I mean, for me, at the point of I've written all this, I've demoed it, I've produced it, I've engineered it, I've edited it, like I've got wave files for eyes. Um, so I like to just kind of draw a line under it and send it off. Somebody else mixes it and puts their, I guess, their professional sparkle to it and that makes me feel way better about it. So you
0: produce it as well
1: yeah um i i write all of the music um drumming really? yeah drumming's a little funny um that's got a variety of input across along the way depending on what release it is um but i would say the core the actual core sound of the band is is me The the style of it is me the all the orchestrations are me um i don't write the lyrics um and for the most part josh comes in with like very strong ideas but then generally speaking there's a demoing process there uh where we kind of work out like what works what doesn't work and I have my kind of say on oh maybe you should try this or maybe you should try that or just you know all the usual things but in terms of the music it's it's all me
0: it's all you yeah and in terms of your sound because I was listening to the the album um the other day before this Sorry, not... I've listened to it before, obviously, but I was going back over to... Um, how would you describe your sound? Because death metal is... God-eating death metal sort of goes hand in hand when someone's a like, god-eating death metal. I think there's a lot more in it than just that. I, th-
1: I think you're right. Um, I think a lot of people do say that. Um, I think... Our, I mean, our social bios just say death metal because I think... In a way to sort of simplify what we are at its core is probably death metal. Um, I think that so just sounds hard as nails. Like, what band are you or death metal band? I think that mm-hmm. just it cuts to the chase because there's so much involved in the band. I mean, influence-wise, like I would say I probably take a lot more from metalcore. Um, I grew up listening to a lot of like new metal, then kind of like I don't know. I guess kind of melodic death metal that kind of style and then i get really into metalcore and just from there um so i think that filters in but i also love a lot of like you know kind of post-rock post-metal kind of things like that and just i was kind of thinking about it earlier and i was like i think all my favorite bands have a really like or like favorite albums just have a really like weird dreary sad undertone to all of them and i think that maybe like carries across for us and that's where part of the sound actually comes from um, it's all quite dark and depending on the production that's done to it, it can sound quite miserable. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, for me, it's death metal, but I think there's a lot of outside influences. Again, there's the metalcore stuff, there's the symphonic stuff, there's just atmospheric stuff. Um, hmm. I think the newer stuff that we're that has been written is a lot more atmospheric again. Um, and it's got a, I was saying to somebody that I think it's got a real kind of like almost a European edge to it. Um, which i think very much goes back to what i was interested in first and that kind of informs a lot of what the band is about essentially
0: so are you sort of talking when i think metalcore and when you say europe instantly um heaven shall burn springs to mind
1: I, i suppose yeah um in terms of metalcore for me like I guess you're talking kind of kill switch engage. God, God forbid is a huge oh, yeah. band for me. Mm. Um, but again, a lot of modern stuff like Architects are one of my favourite bands. Um, like specifically the stuff they actually did at Studio Fredman in particular. Um, I actually just got a reissue through today. Um, of our record of all the, all our gods have abandoned us. They've done a repress of it, so I had to pick that up because well, it's great. Um, so yeah, they, there's the sort of older album. stuff like your kill switch engages, your God forbids. But then going into architects, kind of Crystal Lake, um, I really enjoy them, and just stuff like that. I just find it all incredibly like kind of textured, um, especially all the older like kind of Sumerian stuff as well, like kind of Heart Machine, Veil vale of Maya all those kind of bands like that was a huge thing for me but yeah i think really? that that's kind of metalcore is i suppose a pretty broad term now that i've thought about it um but then the, the euro the more melodic kind of metal core melodic death metal it's really you're in flames you're the haunted dark tranquility are just yeah, yeah I suppose yeah, yeah, nobody yeah, can sure. see me doing this but like yeah. <laughs> they're they're the best like i love them they're so influential to me as bands and as a writer so
0: are, you, are they touring Glasgow or Scotland soon? Uh, I'm seeing them in Dublin in... Dark Tranquility? A week, yeah. I have
1: never seen them, and they have never played Glasgow.
0: Oh, I tells you. <laughs> oh, wow. Dark Tranquility, really?
1: I don't... I If they've played Glasgow, it was a very long time ago, and I wow. have never seen them, and I've just never... I guess they've probably played London or, like, Manchester, but, like, yeah. I've just never made the trip to go and see them. Um, I would like to, but I've never never really bothered and I don't know why I
0: think they're playing here next let me just check my diary just to rub it in I want to make sure, yeah a week today they're playing here in Dublin sick, we're, well I, I hope um... you go <laughs> oh yeah. In,
1: insuffer- Insufferium, yeah Insufferium I've never said that it. properly oh, yeah, <laughs> I haven't <laughs>
0: either um, yeah they're playing here next week so um, Dark Show a class band
1: yeah I um, love them, like that sort of damage done character oh. infection. fiction that sort of little holy trinity of Riffs is da- huge. Damage for me. done
0: is That's my favorite for me.
1: Yeah. That that and character are like my favorites, but fiction is the one that sort of like pulled me in a little bit.
0: I think we reviewed their last album, Benny, didn't we? On the show. We did, man. Yeah. yeah,
2: we did. I can't, yeah. It seems a long time ago. Yeah, uh, yeah I think it was 2020 it came out. Was
0: it? Yeah. Well, well, I, I, two
1: years of my life as good as haven't existed now. So my kind of concept of when yeah. things came out is very blurred now. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah you you ha- you do have a, a and we'll come back to twitch later because it's a se- section and what I want to discuss separately but from watching your twitch you do have a very eclectic taste in music within the scene like th- you you played that um, new ba- based the track the other day which is bites absolutely- yeah again <laughs> why why beast. make it difficult for us i think it's like, be- i think so
1: it's beast <laughs> in danish because they're from denmark but ah, like ah that would make sense I always say it with a funny voice, which I'm not yeah, going to do iced. right now. <laughs> yeah. You're um, b- bisting your turkey at Christmas. <laughs> yes, yeah, so
0: putting on a Scottish accent, it. Was that Scottish or was that more Australian? Uh, it's close enough. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, like you played that, for example, and then I think you also played some other track uh, a couple of weeks ago, or maybe it was this week, of like these Again, guys in a step- suit
1: concept of time gone <laughs> yeah
0: well that's that i'm trying to think but you do have a really eclectic taste within the genre and
1: yeah i mean i think i always have like in terms of music more generally like i know i'm in a metal band and our streams are dedicated to metal for the most mm. part um again that's more of a fan base thing almost because i know a lot of our fans are obviously like hardcore metal fans but like i even kind of branched out of that into more hardcore i I was a huge punk fan when i was younger um like skate punk no fx lag lag wagon like is it lag wagon (laughs) a little cky from tony hawk's pro skater 3 um uh, and even like hip-hop and stuff like that my my dad's a huge like prog fan so we had like king crimson and all that in the house uh my mom loves abba (laughs) um we used well, to listen... if you put those
0: two together Prague and abba sweden and Prague equals opeth so i don't know how you don't like opeth
1: the, the dysfunction started there. <laughs> um but yeah like i i loved like hit, i loved like hip hop when i was younger as well i still listen to a lot of stuff like that i i'll listen to as much music as i can find i, I used to have like i think it was on like myspace and it was all like I love listening to music, but there's simply not enough time to listen to all the music I want to hear and learn from. And I'm still the same now. Like, I don't have enough hours in the day, and I will listen to music. Like, when I got up in the morning, I put a song on. When I'm yeah. going to the train station, when I'm going to work, when I'm in work, when I'm coming home, even the the 20 minutes I was sitting before we came on here, I still have stuff on all the time. Yeah. It's constant.
0: And that's that's like... Very much like us, Vanny, isn't it? Like, that's why we sort of started this. And I know this is obviously we're interviewing you, but just that I mean, we just and like you said, there's just so much music you literally cannot try and get it all in. It, it, like, you only be able to listen to one album, an album once through sometimes, to, uh, for sure. Know. I
1: mean, on, on Instagram, I try and do a thing like kind of every week, uh, not on the God Eater account, just on my personal one. Um, yeah, and then I share like nine records i've enjoyed this week or nine tracks it's sometimes just nine songs that are new-ish that i've enjoyed but sometimes i'm like it's got older stuff on it but like there's so much music that's come out like ever and i will never be able to hear it all and i'm like oh that's it's kind of like disappointing but also like there's then the journey of finding that and i and i feel very lucky at at my kind of age i know that sounds a bit lame but like i'm 32 so i got to go through the whole myspace the whole social media thing the torrenting LimeWire, MediaFire, media fire all the blog spots like that journey to music and now there's like just new things like spotify obviously it's been on the go for like 10 years or something but yeah. like now it's so dominant at how people discover music like there's twitch there's podcasts there's youtube there's all these like algorithms and ways of making people discover music and i'm like fascinated by it but also there's so much stuff that i'm just never going to be able to listen to
0: do you find spotify a good thing and i always like to ask this question to our guests do you find it a good thing or a bad thing
1: i think it's a good thing um i a a bit of background for myself is basically i studied music business at college and then went on to like a degree at it's called commercial music, but it's basically a music business. And I kind of at that point was going through the well, streaming's kind of becoming a thing. And oh, we've heard of this new platform called Spotify. I think like you can get a free account and just check it out, and you can get a paid one. But and everybody's sitting there like, I'm not going to pay for this. Like yeah. this isn't. I'm not. i not i will use the free version. But there was a real atmosphere in the sort of college I was at with the the sort in the sort of industry. <clears throat> that this was the gigantic saviour of the industry. It would combat illegal downloading. It would be... People would be getting paid again. And I was like, but it's a free service. And even now when it's a tenner a month, that's as good as free to listen to all that music. Ah. Like, it's a shocking business model in terms of the artist. However, I kind of object to the idea that it was ever viewed as a as a sales platform, as a savior financially to artists, because it's not, it's really not. However, what it is, is it's a promotional tool. Yeah. It's music at your fingertips and it's available to everybody and you can gear people towards it. You can do the same with Apple music and you can do the same with Amazon music. It's a promotional platform. And now because it's so algorithmic, it, it's almost like its own social network. And you're not commenting on things the same way you are on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. But it's algorithmically based on what you listen to and what you like. So I think it's a great thing for pushing music and new music in particular. And I think people maybe get swept up in a more traditional view of how it should work or maybe just kind of overlook the fact that you do need to work at it to do well. But that's the same as any band ever regardless of whether you're doing it on spotify cd vinyl tape or on radio in 1964. like it is the, the the game or the industry in that sense has never changed just the medium for it has to me so that's a very long-winded nerdy, <laughs> nerdy approach to it all but I, I i'm very interested in it as like a platform and how that works and and honestly it's it's the mainstay now um mm-hmm. i know things like Bandcamp are really pushed for like oh it's great for the artist but i'm like my mom doesn't know what band camp is my friend at work doesn't know what Bandcamp is but they know what spotify is and and that's where you've got to go you've got to follow like the trend the trend almost so it's an essential thing whether you like it or not ultimately
0: very I'm just trying to come back now, Ross. You're thirty-two. We're thirty-seven, so we're a, a little bit older—only five years. There's a little. There's, a, little, there's yeah. a. There's enough.
1: There's enough. There's enough crossover in there. In that. Yeah.
0: Game. Yeah, and I was just wondering, Benny, did you ever use MySpace? No,
2: I mean we were we're a funny generation, and that when we were young, you know, we would go to our price and buy a fifteen-pound CD, yeah. and you would take your chance on. The Union Underground, and it might be good, but it might also be shit. And that would be your music then for the next, well, month potentially, or week, or whatever. So, yeah, it's a completely different model now that kids can just listen to everything, which is really kind of empowering and amazing, but also as a band i don't know do you ever feel like you're just there's so much out there that there's so much noise how do you kind of cut through that and get your band front and center and heard
1: i mean it's it's never ending at that point like you you and i and i think i try to talk about this a lot in terms of like even touring like there will never be an end to people who you're trying to convert you can never have a hundred percent conversion yeah. or a fan base. In terms of actually cutting through, uh ultimately I think it's a much longer game than people really think it is now. Um I say that playing in I mean let's be honest here like a pretty obscure extreme metal band. Not the most obscure, not the most extreme, but like it's still a part of a subgenre that's largely underappreciated and underground regardless of how big some mm-hmm. of the acts are getting. Um, so for me, it really is like, do your own thing. Like, if you've got the songs and you've got the drive, um, it ultimately will push through eventually. I am confident in that. Um, however, given what we're working with now in terms of social media and all these other kind of platforms, you do need to be aware and you do need to be a bit business savvy. Or at least have someone you work with that can help sort of direct you if you don't know. Because, I mean, there, I'll, I'll put my hands up and say, like, the social media thing was... I've obviously kind of lived and grown up through it. But, like, I wouldn't consider myself a social media expert by any stretch. So, I, I think, yeah, having the songs that are ultimately, like, good enough to push you through. But then, like, knowing kind of when to put your hands up and go, actually... I think this needs a little bit of expertise from someone else whether that is a, a manager in our in our case Jonathan um our manager from I mean uh you'll know him from the like Twitch streams and stuff he has been an absolute like godsend to us we reached a point as a band where I didn't really know how to push us further I didn't really know who to talk to or how to talk to them um and he was able to step in and go no 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 like you're correct you do need a booking agent but you don't know any booking agents and i know booking agents so i will jump on from there and then like the same thing can be said for like a label or or a publicist or or anything like that there's really like yeah a sense that like you can maybe reach your ceiling and go actually i'm not that experienced so i will get the right person involved um, I think that's very important now and helps a long way, otherwise you do reach a bit of a ceiling and you're just like, you're kind of disarrayed because of it and then don't really know how to progress and because you're not progressing you get dissatisfied and then it's just a downward spiral from there.
0: I feel I should apologise at this point to Jonathan, I thought he was your publicist, not your manager. So I mean he's basically my dad, so... <laughs>
1: i i call him and i go dad dad i need help again uh honestly he's he he is officially like manager but he is he's so much more than that for the band um he's on hand like 24 hours a day it's class it's great like i always say this to people like get yourself a manager that goes that extra mile i didn't mean quite like (laughs) go that extra mile that you hang out with dinner for him for dinner and then like end up on a night out and then like hang out and just message each other chat and then like do band stuff and it becomes more than i don't know more than like a business thing in a sense um and it makes it feel a bit more bonded as like a team i guess so he's he's been very good for us though um so shout out to him
0: is it a bit fragile Uh, a bit what's the word Is there is there a danger of you like becoming sort of how to be politically correct saying this but like manager at one end but also friend and you know the two should never mix. Is there a danger of sort of?
1: Uh, I mean, maybe, but it's is it is the is the
0: bond too strong that you think? Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I think because it started out as a business thing, um, that obviously has its own sort of preface to it all, but like. The fact that we, we're we able to develop and hang out and it's a more social thing as a band or whatever is is great because ultimately I would want that with the people I, I, I kind of work with. Um, like I like the idea of being able to just hang out and go out for dinner. And if everybody's kind of on the same page, like it just makes sense. It makes the whole thing way much easier to deal with.
0: Before we get onto the new album, um, Twitch is something I want to talk about, and Benny is going to be sitting there blankly for the next. Yeah, I'm going to mute myself. Yeah, because he doesn't know about Twitch. <laughs> oh, um, not an,
1: not an area that's been delved into yet. <laughs>
0: yet, but Twitch is um, it's a mental place. Let's be honest. Like absolutely off the chart. Think about it. Like, I've done if I was I've spoken. I put this on Twitter or whatever, but there is people who have two microphones with ears on and we'll just lick them for 11 hours and people give them money and say, if you give me 100 quid, I'll lick them even more. And you're just thinking, right, one, there's people who are paying for this, right? But two, there are people who are doing this for money. And that's- I mean, I
1: respect the hustle, if anything. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I mean- I respect the hustle and I mock the sort of stupidity of almost paying for
0: it. (laughs) it. But that's like- if I was to tell you Twitch, what Twitch is about, that would be my starting point. On the flip side, though, Twitch is a great place to meet like minded people. Like, Ross, I I don't know where I met you. I don't know how I got onto your Twitch channel, but we just sort of... I, I, a sort think, of I, just
1: twi- I think a sort of Twitter type scenario. <sighs> yeah. because, because I'd seen that Lisa Coverdale yeah. was posting a bit about Twitch. And I was like, well, we we've been on Twitch for a while, but like... And I feel like people, are again, kind of the whole, like, you see people are doing, like, really well, and you're a bit like, ah, yeah. are we really doing the right thing? And then you kind of look at the numbers and put it into a bit of perspective, and it's okay. But I was like, I feel like this is a really g- cool platform, as mental mm-hmm. as it is, with a lot yeah. of potential here. And, like, uh, a a friend of ours who we, who we we've, u- we've kind of worked with a few times, she's given us, again, going back to the thing about getting guidance from people, in some point late in 2020, she was like, you need to go on Twitch. Mm-hmm. She was like, "I don't care what you do on it, but like, you need to get on this platform. Like, it is, it is the next stage. It's the next step. Also, TikTok, but like, right now, Twitch. You have to, you have to get on there. And if you get on there now, you will almost be like ahead of the curve. And we kind of ummed and ad about it. And I, I, we started doing it. So we've been doing it like a little over a year now. And um just before i think we started kind of chatting and i found your channel i'd seen lisa posting about it and i was like oh that's interesting um that's like a you know like a, a, a pr like industry professional actually coming forward and being like yeah there's, so there's a really great, great platform called twitch and mm-hmm. you should check out these streamers and this person because i'd been kind of like trying to look for music stuff and not really getting much joy of stuff i was enjoying and I think that's a quite a key point for me. I wasn't really getting yeah. stuff that I was enjoying or finding relatable. And then when she was kind of punting it forward, I I was like, "Oh, this is really actually this is good." Like, there's people here who are clearly interested in it and want to make the platform like a little bit different or a little bit their own. And that's ultimately where I find things that I enjoy on the platform. So that that was really cool. And I think that's kind of how we sort of yeah touched base well, from there.
0: Sure. <laughs> But it's, it's, a, it's um, like years ago, we were talking about MySpace and stuff, and Benny, didn't, well, we weren't really on MySpace, but this is sort of like the next gen, like, this is like Star Trek, the next, 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 next generation shit, like, you can be on live TV almost, and you can do pretty much whatever you want. And people will come along, and you can meet people. But I think, I think personally, for the metal community, there's always is going to be some sort of special connection. And I don't mean to sound cheesy when I'm saying this, but there is that community where you find someone like playing metal, and you're in, and it's good for like things like this, where, like for example, like Ross, you know, we, we I tell you we interviewed Tesseract, Amos from Tesseract before, and Tesseract is one of Benny's favourite bands of all time, and when we Love got him. it, oh yeah, talking to <laughs> repping the hat, all right, all right. but I remember when we got that, and we were both sat waiting for him to come along, and we were shitting it, we were like, like Tesseract's like, we've never spoken to him. like, this band is like, gonna talk to us, two lads who have no experience in this, but... When I was when I was waiting to join tonight, boss, I was actually like really excited. There's no nerves because I sort of feel like we have this, not not connection, but you know what I mean, like the way we interact. And I think that's really good for Twitter and for metal.
1: A hundred percent. Um, I think like you say, the metal community is very unique in that sense. Like, there's the guy on the bus that you see wearing like his fucking Slayer morbid, or, morbid yeah. angel teacher or his badge, or his And then there's the the guy who. Like sometimes if I'm driving to like my girlfriends, there's a guy I see, he works in the Asda and I see him walking home kind of almost near her house and he's always wearing like a Silosis t-shirt or something. And I'm always a bit like, yeah, yeah. yeah." (laughs) 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 Try not to to throw him the horns like out of the car. Um, But I think like when you give people a platform like like Twitter or further into something like Twitch, um, I think people do really just come together like, it's interesting and I I wonder if it if it would be the same if and I hate talking about it now because we're two years deep but like if COVID hadn't been a thing and people hadn't been so necessarily isolated at home without the I know we all kind of hate it but like without that chat and that interaction with your colleagues your your friends like people do seek alternatives to that and I think Twitch has been an absolutely fantastic way of doing that in a sense at a point where people are like, you're involved in a conversation, but like you're not having to give too much to the conversation. But I think now it's actually because that's how it started. People have actually evolved to make actual connections out of it. And I think that's really cool. Like you get people on the streams every week. They they start following each other on other platforms. They wanna hear what, like what you've got to say and they wanna interact with it. And I think that is something that other social networks maybe have dropped off a bit with apart from possibly twitter and now into actually twitch and interacting with people um i think it's yeah i think it's really cool apart from how mental some of it is
0: (laughs) that aside but it also as well has a really good thing like back in the day you know of tape trading and things like that like i remember so myself and Venny were um the mini disc. We used to be into mini disc. I don't know if oh, the I I was. I I remember well, the yeah. mini disc,
1: and I I never had one. But in hindsight, I think it was an underappreciated gem that ultimately got overtaken too quickly, and it's a little sad because I think that would have been a killer platform if it had just got another year or two, and the internet hadn't skyrocketed. <laughs> yeah, it was.
0: I mean, we. I think
2: Venny
1: bought one first and then... Surely all the hipsters will be going around with mini discs. I mean, right we're now. in cassette territory now. So we've had vinyl, we're in cassette territory now. I'm going
2: to do CDs it. <laughs> still... <laughs> I'm going to the mini hipster. CD's guitar.
1: still kind of like normie in a sense that you can buy it in the shop and it's it's kind of there i don't think anybody's ever going to be choking for a cd ever again but like the mini disc honestly i think (laughs) i think you're right the mini disc or the usb mp3 player one of them is next i
0: remember the mp3 player as well oh my word pain in the ass but 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 anyway the mini disc thing was benny had one first and then i got one and it used to be because you could just Correct me if I'm wrong, Benny, but you took the CD and then you downloaded it onto the mini disc or something like that. I think. Yeah, you pressed play and record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Basically,
1: <laughs> taping to a hard <laughs> disk. Like, yeah,
0: yeah. Not yeah. quick. <laughs> so we'd go into like HMV and be like, right. So at the time, it was like, Venny, right? You buy Iron Maiden these two, and I'll buy Slayer these two. And what we'll do is we'll just. Download them onto main disc for each other and give them to each other in the sort of
1: tape trading days. It's now, yeah, <laughs> gone. Well, I mean, I I love that. Like, I love sharing music with people, and that. Like, I used to give you know burned CDs to my friends or whatever. And actually, there was a guy in my class at first year at school. He was like, in my mind, he's the first entrepreneur I ever met <laughs> because in first year at school, aged eleven or twelve, he. He had access. He's like the first person I remember having access to like the internet to download music fast. So what he would do is he would get lists from people in the class at school for what songs they wanted. Charge Genius. them a pound. I mean we're talking like small money but like when you think of a class of 30 people like that kind of adds up. Um, And then he would come in the next day with the songs downloaded and burned and straight onto disc into their school bags. Honestly love it. Like it's so funny to me, but like, Bad. yeah, that, like that. I guess that's like a really sort of. I guess that was quite mainstream in a sense in what they were listening to. But metal has been so much deeper than that that you're actually trading like full albums. And there's always a friend you had, yeah, who you had that sort of bond with. I think I just don't think I've ever seen that in another genre of music.
0: <laughs> I seem to remember any that we. I don't know whether it happened but we were certainly talking about putting our money together to buy emperor's prometheus and putting a fiver in each to buy the cd in sixth form
2: i don't well i think you you remembered it wrong because i bought that cd and i lent it to you and you've never given it back oh boy 20 years later (laughs) i've not forgotten <laughs> I've been that... rumbled live on air. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that sounds like some unresolved issues
0: here
2: over a yeah. I mean. There's a deep grief. I brought something up ahead. that I didn't
0: even know happened. <laughs> <laughs> and I, did you know the funny thing is I now have a vinyl. <laughs> so <laughs> you have to I give get... the vinyl over now. <laughs> <the deal. laughs> yeah. I will send you a mini disc of Prometheus. In the post, oh, thanks, for you, the first one to listen to. <laughs> Lovely. We come back to the point of this was uh, the tape training, but whereas Twitch now, Ross, like the other night, I think I can't remember what it might have been after my stream. We went on to that off Malo guy. Oh yeah, the guy who does on
1: there, the not fist thing. Yeah, he he was yeah. really so he was really chill. Actually, I I liked
0: him. He was nice. And just to say that. He was like, put a song on. I was like, oh, well, Ross is here. Let's put God Eater on. And just there and then, there was how many people? I don't know how many people in the stream. But that's there's, there's people. There's
1: people and, there. <laughs> and that's
0: instant. That's instant. That's not like saying, oh, uh, I'll send you a song. And you just, you know, people send you songs all the time. You're like, that, that was like, we're going to play it now. There's 40 people on here, And the live reaction on it was fucking great to see.
1: And I mean, people clearly like the whole reaction video thing now as well. Uh, I must say, I'm not a fan of it. I, if I'm going to react to, it, I'll just watch it myself. And I guess, <laughs> I, I guess that's kind of weird because I do that on in Twitch. front of a mirror. <laughs> I, yeah, I look at the mirror. I look at the mirror. <laughs> um, I suppose that's kind of what I do on Twitch. Like I listen to it and kind of just tell you guys what I think about it. But like, yeah. I suppose I'm not reacting in that sort of comical, semi-parody sort of sense, and like. The fact that you can do that on Twitch and it's sort of instantaneous, and but the the, and the real gauge is like the people in the chat, if yeah. the people in the chat are going for it, I'm like, you're onto a good thing. That's a good yeah. track. Whereas if the people in the chat are like, this is rubbish, or the chat goes quiet, you're a bit like, okay, this maybe does suck. Sorry, guys. Yeah, it is,
0: it is dangerous, isn't it? And that's the other thing about Twitch is it is live. So someone can put something in the chat or someone can... And you're like... <laughs> do i answer this or do i skip over
1: it i went on to stream tom williams from stray from the path streams sometime, like on their channel and he was doing a a thing about like most i think it was like most disturbing songs or something and my like go-to most disturbing song is immortal technique dance with the devil it's it's a dark 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 song with a really like brutal story and somebody in the chat was like yeah actually that is he's spot on but like don't play it and I was like yeah actually you're, you're right Um, probably don't do that like it's you've asked and I've given based on what you've asked but like maybe Rain it like 15 maybe 15
0: million plays on Spotify
1: oh it's it's a well-known song but like nine minutes long yeah and it's long Um, but he honestly it's so dark and I was like well I've delivered on what you've asked but like I ultimately agree at the fact that maybe don't play that because it's live and then you'll maybe get people who are i don't know not as okay with it um and i suppose that's the thing as well about you doing live videos and like if a f- if a video has like photosensitive yeah. material, i'm like maybe that should have a warning at the start now if most of us are then live reacting to this stuff like maybe that's something that bands need to consider in their videos going forward if this is the model we're taking like it, it again it's a like ever-ending process i also feel like i've gone on a wild tangent about twitch and live things it's why it's why live tv is like is it two minutes ahead of or sorry the actual event is two minutes ahead of where you are on tv to allow right. for the feed to be cut if anything goes wrong i'm like this is this twitch you need to start implementing that yeah you're right actually there needs to be a filter I mean, I suppose there's probably ways of doing it, but I've never looked into it because I feel like oh, playing ever. metal videos <laughs> is relatively safe.
2: Yeah.
1: It definitely um, isn't, but...
0: <laughs> I hope there's a few that would be questionable, but yeah. yeah. Um, so Twitch, Renny, you need to get on it um, if you've got a minute. He won't be on it Ever. 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 Mm-hmm.
1: and on honestly that's fine i know a lot of people just don't warm to it and again it's it's a lot of the problem i've had with it i've found is it's very american it's very american based it's very in terms of who's on it in terms of i'll say performing but you the, streaming and in the audience that kind of responds to it are a much younger americanized audience and i just don't respond to that at all so when i find someone who who isn't like that i tend to get a little more interested and invested in it and find it easier to kind of relate and chat away on it whereas if it's so american i'm like "Ah, i'm out
2: (laughs) yeah i've um i've recently had a deep cleanse in terms of social media and of all varieties so yeah twitch is just uh, at the moment a boundary too far but i certainly think i take my hat my tesseract branded (laughs) hat off to jerry for all the publicity that he he gets for our podcast through there and clearly it's really important for you guys as a band in terms of as i say cutting through some of that noise um so yeah i don't doubt it's important uh for a second and and i think you're right that now's the time to strike while the irons i mean yeah for us like
1: it's not we're not a huge band like we're not doing huge numbers they are they're growing numbers but the fact that we've been able to even as a small band sort of cultivate a bit of a following and a bit of in, just the interaction on it and even in the past sort of three or four months I've noticed a real like jump up in consistency of people coming on to the streams in terms of people getting interested and people like then sort of expecting it and like looking forward to the stream and I, and I think that's so rewarding that after all this time of kind of grinding away at it and being like is this actually like doing alright and like not being able to give it the focus i actually think it deserves because i've been working on other stuff but like the fact that people are still there and still watching is great and i think it's a great sign that people are ultimately willing to try like new things as well so and that's what you want because the music industry is ever changing and it's never going to stop changing so i'm always down to try new things and i hope like the fan bases as well
0: i think it's definitely leaning towards that i mean you can see it like you said um the, the metal ones, there are only, I could think of a handful off the top of my head. There's a lot more out there, but like, um, and I think like we said, the metal community is so small that they just love being in that. And do you know, whatever shape or form. And, and, you know, love the, you, they ask a question, you respond. And I think that's a really nice thing because I mean, <clears throat> Ross, to be fair, you say you're a small band, but I mean, you've, well, you're supposed to tour with Rose Massey. <laughs> um, Uh, you know so you are making waves but um again yeah it's
1: like it's like not like i say there's there's small numbers to me they're a hell of a lot bigger than they were a couple of years ago but like they're the most important thing for me is like they're growing i'm seeing every time we do a release every time we do a tour every time we do something new more people are coming over and that's the most important thing at the end of it like if you're not getting that like you're not growing as a band basically and that's yeah. like concerning almost and, I, and it's the same for streaming and um, it's the same for the podcast it's the same for anything like that where you're putting yourself out there really so
0: so let's get on to the question that we've been or i've been dying and talking to you for ages i've been checking my mailbox every day for ages waiting for a single to come through that was promised from you <laughs> um the Lose, new album, loosely promised Loose, oh, yeah, it wouldn't
1: hold up in court, that's for sure. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, <laughs> so I'll new number one. two.
0: Yeah, so my understanding is it's finally mixed, it's finally mastered,
1: mixed and mastered by yeah, Frederick what? Nordstrom himself, Studio Fredman. Again, we've Ooh. gone back to him, he was lovely to work with. <laughs> that's How did really that come fun. about? Uh, well, Just I mean, DM'd him. Pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. Um, yeah, so like when we were doing, we did in 2020 and 2021, we did two singles. Um, we were meant to do the album, but like I think COVID kind of went on a little bit longer than I see we'd planned or wanted it to. And it was a bit like, well, maybe we don't really have the growth in the fan base that we'd quite expected from the first album because the touring cycle got cut short. So why don't, while we're working on this, why don't we do a couple of singles? tie them in, do some videos, new merch, like, who doesn't love that? Um, And yeah, I was kind of like, I did the demos, and I was like, I don't really know who I want to mix this. Like, I'm really struggling here. Like, I really like the sound of the first album, but, like, I just don't think it's going to fit with what these songs are. And honestly, see, the, the Architects record I was talking about earlier, I had it on, and I was like, this is, like, this is what I'm looking for. This, like, thick metal sound but like with a real like shimmery kind of glass to it and i was like oh well i i think it was done at like studio fredman like that he mentioned at the time like why why don't we maybe send it there so i gave i gave jonathan our manager like a list of a couple of names i think i think it was studio fredman uh dave otero who did like cattle decapitation um because i was like well it's worth a punt like and i I think i gave him one or two others because i was like some of these are just never going to get back to us somebody might, none of them might, like we don't know and Fred, Fredman honestly got back to us like f- almost instantly Um, he was keen for it Um, and that was that And Did he, he know
0: about your previous work or did you send him any? Uh, I, I believe
1: Jonathan sent him the album and sent him a link to the band and the press stuff and was like yeah oh, I would right. really be interested in you know if you you would be keen to mix the tracks and uh just kind of let us know if you're a interested like what your kind of policy is on pricing all that kind of stuff and he got back and he he was like yeah yeah cool interested um it's this much and i was like oh he actually got back to us which is mad and uh it's not gonna break the bank which i really think Like obviously i'm very willing to like spend money on this because i want it to sound good but in terms of his cost and the level we're at i think it's the cost we should be paying uh and it's not insanely overpriced like some other people have heard of recently um so i was like yeah let's go for it and then we kind of did the album and i was like yeah let's let's pencil him in again because he did such a great job he seems nice to work with and I'm keen to develop a bit of a rapport with somebody who I feel kind of gets what we're about. And yeah, it was the same again. Um, I communicated with him a lot more this time via email. um, And that was nice as well um, to kind of go back and forth and then kind of speak about the mix. And then like at the end, we had like a kind of nice kind of chat about that he said that it was really nice atmospheric metal, as I think how he described (laughs) it. Lovely. So I was like, if that—that's a review. Um,
0: I, I mean, if that's not the headline on the the CD uh, cover. To be honest, what he described as, as <laughs> what he described as
1: as previously was way funnier. On. Um, so when we finished the first kind of mix with him for those two singles, um, I can't remember the expression he used, but basically the the gist of it was that we were quite a like tricky band to work with, and I I took that to mean there's a ass. lot there's a lot going on. <laughs> yeah Yeah, there's a lot going on like it's not just your kind of drums and guitar and the synths and because I've produced it I'm obviously very picky about where the tracks split and where these fade-ins happen and all the rest of it and he got back to Jonathan and was like it's not Iron Maiden is it and I was like it's a hundred percent what I meant but I was like yeah we're not Iron Maiden cool um, and I want I want it on everything now I was like not Iron Maiden, great, but that's, that's, gotta that's, a that's gotta
0: be on the bath. that's gotta be on March the lot. Yeah,
1: I, I was yeah. like, it's one of the funniest things I've ever heard, and I think because I kind of <laughs> got what he meant, it was like even funnier for me that he turned around and said it. Where everybody else was like, What does he mean? What, did, like, what are you talking <laughs> about? Um, so yeah, we're now at lovely atmospheric metal, um, and yeah, it was literally a case of emailed him, he replied, we worked with him, we went back and we're like, Hey, we want to work with you again. And he was like, okay. And honestly, at this point, I'll probably do it again. Yeah. Um, I think that is kind of like, there's a bit of a rapport there. Um, there's maybe a vibe that he's kind of added to the band. And in, in terms of going into now, maybe a third album, like there's a bit of a style sort of cemented. And I think he's added a really lovely vibe to that. So I would like to maybe continue it. But again, the second album isn't even out yet. So... <laughs> We'll Can I just
0: come come back quickly to the pricing, um, on it, uh, the the cost. Sorry, not the pricing, but you you as a band are unsigned. So DIY till this is DIY death. till you die. Yeah. <laughs> so how, and you don't have to answer this. I don't want to know figures, but when the cost came back for what well, I mean, let's go through the process. Studio time, uh you produced it fair enough but like when it comes to the mixing how did you pay for it was it the band putting their money together or was it a pot from tory and merch
1: Ah, uh, both it's okay. usually it's usually both um we're we're kind of getting to the point now where like if we're doing a show and selling merch it's kind of not quite paying for itself but like it's 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 sort of getting there at the level we're operating at just now i imagine that will change when we jump into the next level and the next level above like there's always that cycle um but in terms of actually making music and paying for it it's usually a bit of both we'll usually okay. have some cash on hand from either leftover from shows or touring once that's kind of over from merch was sold from streaming it okay and then we kind of do some sums and go well it's this much and we've got this much and ultimately at this point we 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 pay in to to make that happen but in the future that may possibly come partly from our label advance it may come from some kind soul who's donated money to us it might come from twitch streamers (laughs) who again you get subscriptions on twitch and like a small little amount of that did go towards this new album so that was really nice as well
0: that's and i hope the that's fans cool. know like know that when it comes to, well sorry i'm not saying you need to <laughs> put them in the credit notes but do you know what i mean it, it'll As
1: 100 percent nice. be highlighted on the streams and stuff that like any money I, I always say that you you don't have to subscribe like yeah you get the same content if you subscribe if you don't like that's just how it is for me um but if you want to subscribe like thank like basically thank you so much and please know that when we do get a payout from that it it is going into this band, whether it's going into paying yeah. for a van, petrol merch, or an album, it is going into the band because that's just how the how it works. It has you have to you have to do that. I'm never gonna make money off this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so then can you disclose the album title yet? I, I cannot. <laughs> oh I
1: can't. Um, it's... Okay,
0: tell tell us then what what stage are we are and when can we expect a a single and two a potential release date.
1: So I had a very interesting call yesterday. Uh, I will say that um, we've experienced a lot of setbacks in making this record, and they are at this point seemingly never ending. It's honestly been a new thing, like every week. That's a slight exaggeration, but it might as well be like just. Somebody's get covid the studio didn't have space uh there's time frames involved there's touring involved there's jobs lives you know you know the script so it all gets in the way something's penciled in it goes it falls through all the rest of it um so i uh, based on a call i had yesterday and i will be having another one next week the album will be out this year a hundred percent like this year and singles should start dropping in the summer onwards
0: define summer Mark. i'm
1: going to say june <laughs> okay so the scottish summer but that is currently <laughs> very, TBC. Li-
0: very limited yeah
1: that is currently very tbc and may in fact be sooner
0: and will the first single be played on the god eater twitch stream or are you going full pr on this one
1: uh good question actually again that's part of what my call is next week yeah. i believe we're going f- we're going to do the pr route um just okay. as a band at our level in our stage like we we should be doing that however yeah. <laughs> it has been played live and a clip of it has been played on the twitch channel before <laughs> and i have practiced oh. a couple of the riffs on the channel as well so when people hear it i'm hoping they will make the connection and know what it was um but it's been wait, penciled wait. in as the first single like since the album was finished like it's it's the one, <laughs> it's, when the you one say it's played one. live
0: do you mean played live at a gig in its entirety uh the, the okay. song
1: yeah we opened with it in on tour in december so if anybody saw us on tour in december last year uh they will have heard it
0: oh benny did you not see the boys supporting June? yeah
2: i think i might have yeah i might have do you play in Edinburgh Sports yes League? we did and we opened with oh, it then. Oh,
0: Jerry, I've heard it before you, man. For fuck's sake. Okay, here's that me was doing the, first the networking, setting it up, and you get to hear it well before me. That
1: was the first time we'd ever played it live as well. Oh, fuck off, Ross.
0: Don't give that as well. We, oh, we practiced... <laughs> I'm, I'm not joking about this.
1: We practiced it the day before, having never played it together as a band, and just went on tour the next day, and it was fine. Once I'm warmed up, it's fine. It's really hard to play, but yeah. Um. So yeah, that's... Very very early summer is where we're aiming, and the album will be out before the end of the year, like for sure. It uh, was originally meant to be out last year, so we're kind of playing a bit of removal over into twenty twenty two at this point. But it's it's geared up and we're we're ready to go. Um, and it's all just calls and work from now on.
0: So final question from me: Tours this year? Are we Are... going to see you doing any? festivals potentially
1: or i don't think the festival thing is going to be that busy for us um Mm. that's kind of fine uh i more or less anticipated that and because we haven't got a new record out in a purely business sense uh festivals and all the rest of it want new music and they want it in advance so people can hear it and then they want to get their sort of booking for it um so festival this year summer uh sort of q1 and q2 i think very quiet um and then once the sort of singles start coming out and then the album coming out i think we'll be ramping up towards the end of next this year going into next year um and i'll be holding all of my holiday time from work until then (laughs) any plans for dublin uh no idea (laughs) yeah um i thought you were just gonna say no. <laughs> deeply not opposed to it put it that way uh, honestly i'll i'll go see if i if a, an offer comes in or a tour yeah. goes anywhere i'll i'll go um i think well
0: you have a place to stay mate. if you come over that's so, a promise
1: honestly the, we have been so lucky as a band in terms of like accommodation like so many people have just like put us up and like stepped up for us and it's been so good like i think there's a there's a bit of a joke that we are the most clean band anybody has ever toured with <laughs> because we have had showers every day because we've stayed with someone or somewhere oh. that has a shower so <laughs> to continue that tradition i i think all of us would appreciate that if we ever come over
0: that's yeah 100 percent um very anything to add before we wrap this up no thanks very much for your uh for your
2: time ross it's been great class yeah and hopefully catch you at a gig in scotland yeah hopefully
1: um i'm assuming we're probably going to have a little chat after this and i can probably tell you some more stuff but yes um but yeah it's been really cool thank you for having me on uh finally um, yeah it's yeah finally (laughs) Um, and it's been really good to actually talk and have a proper chat and just not true not through not through <laughs> not through a one kind of one way twitch i know it's obviously a yeah. way way but like through you on a screen or me on a screen and just typing it yeah. so <laughs> typing at each other. Uh, yeah. but yeah it's been really cool so thanks for having me on um thanks for honestly for all the all the tweets all the shout outs on the twitch like it's been fucking it's been like so class this um, is so thank you it's,
0: uh, no worries this what we are for just help small fucking community and that's what
1: it's out. all about isn't it
0: helping each other out so listen Ross thank you for your time and I wish you best of luck with the album no when it comes out this year um, and uh, I will hopefully see you on tour sometime or even just if I'm visiting you Benny in Edinburgh we might meet out for a beer halfway between Edinburgh and Glasgow I don't know whether that is but
1: it's it's literally coming through to Glasgow <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but we'll leave it there Till next time cheers guys Bye. Talk to you
2: <laughs>